Thank you for listening to Caffeinated Chicks, Motivating Women. Welcome to our lifestyle and personal development podcast, where we encourage you to be authentically you and keep it real. I'm your host, Abby. And I'm her cousin, Rachel. We know it's Monday and we know you're tired. Our goal is to help you feel motivated, inspired, and ready to face whatever it is the week throws at you. Come sit with us, grab your coffee, and dive into meaningful conversation that will elevate your life. Good morning, guys. This is Abby and Rachel. Hello. And we are Caffeinated Chicks. And today we have a good conversation for you um, talking about comparison. Um, But before we get started, um, Rachel, I have a couple questions for you. Okay. So what are you drinking this morning? And what are you grateful for? Oh, man. Okay. So what I'm drinking this morning is black coffee per usual, (laughs) except um, my coffee actually comes from Huehuetenango, Guatemala. Um, Funny story, my husband and I went to this coffee shop the last time we were in Guatemala. So not this past one, but the one before. And we bought a bag of their coffee. And my husband goes, that's literally the best coffee I've ever had. So when we went back, He was just determined. We need to go to Monte Alto. We need to buy more of that. So that is currently what I'm drinking. It is very, very good. And fun little fact, I am drinking it out of a mug. My sister-in-law draws gems and just different things like that. She has her own Etsy business and she got her gem drawing. Yeah, she got her (laughs) gem drawing put on a mug and it's literally the cutest mug you've ever seen. So I love that. And then something I'm grateful for, so this is kind of new news, very few people know about it, but I am actually going back to Guatemala in August myself, which is insane. So (laughs) I am very, very grateful for that opportunity and how the Lord worked to make it clear that I should be going back to do more kids ministries. So I'm pumped. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Yes. How about you, Abby? Um, I am lame. <laughs> so I ran out of coffee creamer this morning, and that's how oh, I no. like my coffee. Mostly creamer and like a dash <laughs> coffee. But that's besides the point. So I went into my fridge, and I didn't see any creamer. So I poured myself a tall glass of water. Because <laughs> we had nothing else. Um, so yeah, I'm drinking water out of a plain clear glass and I am grateful for the opportunity to be able to put my children in sports. So, um, we are going to be having them coming up here in a couple weeks, um, go back into soccer. So they're going to be doing soccer. I know. I'm so excited, um, with one of their little girlfriends and, this will be my youngest first time in a sport. Oh, so sweet. we have not told them yet because we're going to surprise them. But uh, you'll have to I'm video their so reactions. Pumped. Yes, that would be so fun. So well, Abby, you could parents. have put energy in your water at least. I thought I about could, that. But I left it at work. Oh, <laughs> never I mind. No, I had the pineapple one yesterday, and I was like, it's so amazing. I and know. then I forgot to bring it home, and. Right now, you just leave I could your box really go for that. Huh? Do you just leave your box at work? I did. Okay. Because that makes sense. I didn't have creamer at work either. <laughs> 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 so 
So I was drinking that. And then, yeah, I just, when I was grabbing my stuff and leaving, I totally forgot. I'm like, darn it. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. So next time, next week, yes, I'll make sure absolutely. that at least half the box comes back home with me. There you go. And you buy some creamer. Yes, I definitely need to get some creamer. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, do you want to start us off with our topic? Yeah. So I, I had a couple of things I wanted to say to begin with. Um, on the topic of comparison, I found a couple of quotes that I really liked that I wanted to share. This first one here says, this one's a pretty basic one, but I think it's really important. It says, don't compare your life to others. There's no comparison between the sun and the moon. They shine when it's their time. I love that one. Yes, I have heard this one so many times. But it's so important because everybody is so different and no two people are the same. And making yourself feel so negatively about yourself by comparing yourself to someone else you're not even on the same wavelength as that person because you're your own individual person. And why do you want to be a copy of someone else when you're already a unique person? Right. Um, there's already one of those people. You don't need another one, right? <laughs> so yeah. I think that's a really good quote. And then the other one that I found, it's from Jordan Lee Dooley. And it says, oh, there will always be someone <laughs> <laughs> who has a little more than you. And there will always be someone who has a little less than you. Stop comparing. Start embracing where you are right now because you won't even be happy when you get to where you're going if you don't learn to love your imperfect everyday life. I love that quote. I feel like I need a mic drop on that one. Yes. <laughs> definitely. It's just, it's so true. And I, always, I mean, I think of being here in America and there's people I compare myself here to that have more than I do. And then when I go to Guatemala, there's people there who have less than what I do. Like, it's true that there's always going to be somebody that has more or less. And when you think about it, there's, while you're comparing yourself to somebody else you wish you were, there's somebody out there comparing themselves to you wishing they were you. Mm -hmm. So taking that moment to realize that and being humbled by it, because other people do it towards you too. So I don't know. I feel like that's really important to realize. Right. And then as far as like some things that comparison can lead you to, comparison can really just lead you to doubt yourself and your value, um, which is really dangerous. For example, it can lead you to fear that you're not doing enough, fear that you don't have what it takes fear that you're not smart, good, pretty, fill in the blank enough, or fear that you will never be quite as whatever as so-and-so, or fear that somehow God's forgotten about you while he's busy blessing everyone else. And so comparison can just, it boils into something so much more than just looking at someone and wishing you were them. Oh yeah. It just, overflows into so many other areas in your life and can wreak havoc honestly well it also stems a lot like into a spiral of depression mm -hmm. because you're constantly comparing yourself to their lives like oh my life isn't good enough like right. you said you're not pretty enough you're not like successful enough all the things and 
that's only hurting your self-esteem. That's not helping yep. you in any way. It's not motivating you in any way. It's just making mm-hmm. you feel worse about yourself. Yeah. But I feel like in this day and age, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people because we are so much always on social media. And when you're on social media, you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. So you're like, wow, they're traveling a lot. I should travel more. Oh, they're like super (laughs) successful and have these big fancy houses. Like they look better than me, all the things. And it's like, that's not what it, what it's about. Mm -hmm. Well, and social media is just a tidbit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a little highlight into their life. It's the smallest portion of someone's life. You have no idea what's going on on the other side of it. And you might look at what they post on social media and say, that's what you want. But if you found out what happened in the background of what they post on social media, you might find out you don't want that at all. Yeah. Well, there's even people that'll post that they have all these things when in Mm -hmm. reality, they don't have any of it. Yeah. (laughs) I read or I heard something about this place you can go to that a lot of influencers would go to. It was like this uh, private jet plane or whatever. (laughs) Yes. And they would go in and take these pictures in these private jet planes. This And it would make it look like it was in the air, but it was literally parked the entire time. And then they would just leave. What? But they would say that that was their private jet plane. (gasps) Yeah. So you honestly do not know what you're comparing yourself to. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's kind of like how people can use um, certain apps to make it look like they don't have cellulite or make it look like they're thinner than they are or whatever it is. And I know that I have a lot of friends that can really get bogged down on body image just because of people's accounts on social media. And while some of them might be true, a lot of them aren't. I remember I was surfing social media one time and I was following this one girl and I saw a picture of her from like the front and she looked really good. And then from like the side, when she was actually showing a video of her doing the workout I literally saw all of her flaws. Like she had a belly, she had cellulite, like, and I was just like, that doesn't even look like the same person. And had I not actually paid attention to her workout videos, I probably would have thought she looked like the picture before. Right. And it was just, it was crazy. That she's not good though, the way that she is. Like it just shows that she's real. Right, exactly. But it was just, I think that one picture, I'm like almost 100% positive that she edited it. And then her video showed what she really looked like. And in some ways, it does make me sad too, that people feel like they need to do that. Yeah. But it's just scary because when you do actually notice things like that, you wonder how many other people are doing it. And in all reality, every nobody's body is perfect. Every person has some flaw. And let's be honest, every woman has cellulite. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and so if you actually pay attention, you'll find it. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, it's just, it was sad when I saw that. I thought, wow. So I could have compared myself to this person because in this picture, She looked flawless. Yeah. I wanted to share too, just another thought on that in regards to comparing yourself to someone on social media. 
a really important tip, I think, is to take those people off of the pedestal. And what I mean by that is, have you ever thought about the fact that they aren't perfect either? (laughs) And you have no idea what they would say if you actually told them, hey, I idolize you. You know, like, I mean, if you like, have you ever actually said that to somebody? Have you ever actually come up to them and been like, you know, I really admire you? If you paid attention to their response, I think more often than not, they would probably say, you know, it took blood, sweat, and tears to get here. Yeah. It's like you're you're admiring where I'm at now, but you never saw the in-between. You never yeah. saw what it took for me to get here. Do you want that? <laughs> and I never thought about that before. It's like even looking at influencers in our business. I mean, I think of people like Brittany and I'm like, yeah. Her life is wonderful. I mean, from what it looks like anyway that I can see, she retired her husband from being a firefighter and she's home with her kids and it looks amazing. But I'm willing to bet she had so much blood, sweat, and tears to get to that point. Oh, yeah. That's not something that just happens overnight. Mm -mm. But when people go and see everything, it makes it look like it happened overnight. It does. It does. So basically... Comparison is this nasty disease that plagues all of us women. And I think the first step to curing something like that is admitting it's there in the first place. Yeah. So I found this great quote. I believe it's by Teddy Roosevelt. Um, He basically said that comparison is the thief of joy. And I think that is so true. Mm -hmm. Just like we all we had talked about so far is basically saying that when we're comparing ourselves to other people, we're losing that joy mm-hmm. and thinking more badly or worse about ourselves. And that's just not good for our mental health. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I know <clears throat> it's not easy. We all <laughs> still do it in some form. I've been trying to be more mindful of when I compare myself to others and try not to spiral into this nasty whole that yeah. <laughs> comes with comparison, but it's not easy. And there's definitely the weaknesses versus the strengths when it comes to comparison. I know like when we're struggling with comparison, the cost might be higher than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, it tends to stack up on our weaknesses to someone else's strengths. So when we do that, <clears throat> we are fixing our eyes on the lack rather than the abundance. Mm-hmm. So it kind of quickly shifts us into this place of discontentment and comparison of your weakness and other to other people's strengths can also be like the slippery slope to jealousy. Yeah. And I feel like jealousy and comparison kind of go hand in hand. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's brutal because I've had friends and I've had family like, not even like with me, but like other people around that will get jealous of other people's lives Mm -hmm. because they're comparing their lives to that other person. And Mm -hmm. it, it's not fun to watch. And I know I've also been in that point before too. Like when you see somebody doing all these cool, successful things, you, it's hard sometimes not to just be grateful or happy for them. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it, you get trapped in that jealousy So just kind of being more mindful of what's going on 
and knowing that you can still be happy for them if they Mm -hmm. did something, but not putting that jealousy aspect into it. So just making sure that you're watching and supporting and just encouraging them when they're going through all these things, through the good and the bad. Because yes, it's awesome when people get new jobs, but sometimes they go, it takes a lot to get to that new big promotion or that Mm -hmm. big new house and just being there throughout the way and supporting them through the whole process, I think is huge without getting jealous. I mean, again, like you said, they don't see the, like, we don't see the whole picture. No. We have no idea what's going on behind their success. Yeah. And (laughs) I think we'd be surprised by, you know, maybe I don't want to have all the effort that it would have taken to get there. I mean, half the time we want the cake, but we don't want the work to get there. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Yeah, because we don't want to deal with all of the things that it took to get to that point. Mm -hmm. We want the easy way. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we don't always get the easy way. (laughs) No. Well, and just like you said, with it robbing joy, I mean, I know that if I'm ever spiraling off into comparison, I am not happy. Yeah. I'm not living a happy life. And it's kind of similar to worrying in the sense of like, when you worry, it zaps joy and it doesn't help anything. In the same way, when you compare yourself to other people, it zaps joy and it does nothing. Yeah. It does nothing. (laughs) It literally has, it serves no purpose whatsoever. It doesn't make you better. It doesn't encourage you. It doesn't make you happy. So why do it? Exactly. And typically when we're comparing ourselves, it comes in two different forms. We'll either look at others as being superior to ourselves or inferior. Mm -hmm. So it goes both ways. Yeah, it does. And neither is healthy (laughs) at all. (laughs) Yeah. At all. Because you don't want to be that person who is the inferior either Mm -hmm. saying that, oh, I've got the best life you don't or like that's you mean (laughs) oh yes sorry I switched up the two (laughs) but yeah it's it doesn't help anybody when you're going Mm -hmm. that way either because that just comes off as rude and disrespectful and yeah nobody likes that Mm -hmm. but most people are commonly comparing themselves to the negativity against others and people notice and kind of overestimate all those negatives in their own lives and match it against the positives in someone else's lives. And I feel like I do that a lot. Like I've gotten better, but I still do that a lot. Like, especially when it comes to motherhood, um, Mm -hmm. there's so many like mom shaming places out there. And it's so hard to can not to compare yourself to other moms, especially when I am a young newish mom. I mean, I have two toddlers, Mm -hmm. but it's hard not to compare myself to this person's doing the next best thing. Or Mm -hmm. it's a cool, awesome, like concept, which is great. Like I'm definitely into gentle parenting and there's people that are totally on different spectrums of gentle parenting. There's the whole debate about um, how you feed your baby. And like, it's hard not to compare yourself when it comes to those things, I feel like, especially as a mother, because you just want what's best for your child. And sometimes you're like just fishing to try to find what to do and what's mm-hmm. going to work best also. But in that 
at same aspect, you're trying to compare yourself to other people to figure out what is going to work for you. Mm-hmm. And I definitely get stuck in that rabbit hole. I think more than really any other comparison is just the motherhood comparison. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. My time will come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you always get the unsolicited advice sometimes too, and that doesn't help. So just being mindful when that happens and just taking it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- another thing I thought about is just in regards to the fact that you, when we compare ourselves to people, we have this expectation that if we had what they had, we would be happy. Mm-hmm. And that's not always true. No. <laughs> like, um, like we need to learn to stop the I would train in its tracks, meaning stop thinking that if you had what they had, you would be happier. Yeah. Because being happy doesn't necessarily mean you have to have everything. No. And, and being happy doesn't necessarily mean having all the things like money mm-hmm. is going to make yeah. you happy. Cause yeah. it's not. I find that it doesn't. I mean, yeah, I was, I was talking to my husband the other day and I find that I feel like I'm a little bit of an anomaly in the sense that my goal in life has never been to be a career woman. Yeah. Um, where I found myself the most satisfied and the most content was when I was doing full-time missions living in Peru. And while I had really difficult times um, because of the culture, when my Peruvian family and I butted heads and things like that, but the actual work of what I was doing is what I found the most fulfillment in. And that, that was me hardly having anything. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And so even just like that little reminder, sometimes I think when I live in America, I can, kick, I can get caught up in the American dream and think that I have to have it because everybody else tells me I should want it. Yeah. And you can have nothing and still be happy. <laughs> I mean, I look at people living in little huts up in the mountains in Guatemala and to them, that's just life. Like that's normal. They don't even know that that's not a lot and they're content. And it's just, it's really convicting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like the perfect and happy life is not all about that one thing that you think you need. Like, A perfect and happy life does not lie on the other end of that. No, because most of the time when you get to that point, you're not happy. Yeah. Something (laughs) else is going to come up. This awesome thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like when we were kids, when you get presents, (laughs) you were like, on Christmas, you open your present and you're like, oh my word, this is the best thing ever. And you love it for about a week, maybe. (laughs) And then you're like, hey, mom, can you buy me this now? Yep. (laughs) We're never satisfied. So who's to say that even if we got what we were comparing ourselves to and what we think we needed, that it would even make us happy? Yeah. Exactly. And I, it just going back into that, just realizing that you will never. Not saying that you'll never be happy, because you will, mm-hmm. but you'll never be satisfied with the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there will always be something else that you feel like you need, which mm-hmm. I feel like 
is kind of where you get stuck. So kind of like dialing back and realizing and just being grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to make a big difference. Right. If you're constantly looking forward and thinking, if I have that, I'll be happy. If I have that, I'll be happy. You're constantly chasing something when you don't even realize that if you just sat down in your normal mundane life and like acknowledged it and, you know, I'm happy with what I have, it's a so much more of a joyful life because yeah. you recognize that you're never going to be content with whatever comes next. So right. if you can just, well, just if, I think honestly, appreciate it. Yeah. I think yeah. honestly, it's a superpower. If you can sit where you're at and be content with where you're at. Yeah. Because hardly any, hardly anybody can do that. I mean, no. <laughs> I, I have a hard time with that. <laughs> yeah. Obviously I don't know a single person that can. Yep. It's always going to be a battle. It just takes a lot of practice and mindfulness and just kind mm-hmm. of being okay to just sit and soak in everything that you currently have. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is a big struggle for a lot of people. Right. And and another thing that it really affects is when you're constantly comparing yourself to something else and you're constantly being jealous and wanting what someone else has, you miss the moment. Yeah. I don't know if, it, if this is you, Abby, but there have been times where like the moment's over and I'm like, I don't think I really lived in that. Yeah. And that was a great moment. Oh, <laughs> I I've mean, I remember, those. yeah, I remember coaching soccer one practice and practice ended. I said bye to my kids and I sat down in my car and I thought, was I even there? Yeah. <laughs> like truly, was I even there? And it kind of made me sad because now it's over and I don't get it back. Yeah. Because I was thinking my brain was off, off, off in la la land thinking about maybe what I was going to cook for supper that night or what I was going to do that, like whatever it might be, it causes you to not live in the moment. And then you have regrets. And I don't know about you, but I don't want that. Yeah. Well, I was listening to a podcast um, by Trent Sheldon earlier this week, and he basically said that so much of us either live in the past Mm. or the future. Yes. (laughs) There's so much of us that do not live in the present because when Mm -hmm. you're in the present, you're thinking about the past. Or if you're in the present, you're thinking about the future, like i.e. what you're going to cook for dinner or Mm -hmm. the next big event you're going to go to or just all the different things and nobody's actually living in the present yeah and I was just like when he said that I was like what yeah (sighs) like I didn't even realize that because I I live in the future so much Mm -hmm. I do live in the past sometimes too but so much I live in the future because I'm like Mm -hmm. okay this is all the things that I need to do when I get home Mm-hmm. when I'm at work and this is all the things we have to do this weekend or in the yep. next couple of weeks and I'm not living in the moment mm-hmm. and I just need to like take a step back and just kind of be more present mm-hmm. and, and just appreciate what I have in the current yeah. moment well and I think for you and I it's really hard to do because we're so much planners yes I mean and I, I remember telling my husband one time it's like sometimes I wish I was more like you because he has the opposite problem where he heartily plans at all. (laughs) And he goes, why can't I be more like you and like have a plan? Because sometimes he has to call the concrete guy ahead of time 
to make sure that he can get concrete for the next week for a job that he has. And he won't think about it until it's next week. (laughs) And he's like, why can't I be more like you? And I'm sitting over here like, that sounds nice. Not thinking about it until it actually happens. I don't know. (laughs) I wish I could do that. Right. I could see stress on both sides of that. But it's just, it's so funny. And he looks at me and he's like, I'm glad I have you because you overplan. And I'm sitting here like, I wish I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Well, in the same breath, you also don't want to like procrastinate like your husband's doing. So it's like (laughs) kind of like a give and take. It's a double-edged sword. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. And and another thing for this topic, I just thought about the word irrelevant. And what I mean when I say that, I think of like comparing yourself to another person is completely irrelevant to you in your life. Yep. Like it has absolutely nothing to do with you. And it's funny because like as a woman, Abby, have you ever talked about a problem with a guy and her, his response is, what do you care? It has nothing to do with you. Oh my God, my husband does that all the time. Yeah. We I'll be complaining exactly about like something. Yeah. I'll be complaining about something and be like, what does that have to do with you? I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> right? You know, never mind. I'm just venting. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. I mean, the realization that someone else's life has nothing to do with yours, like their life is completely irrelevant. And the most important message with that is every person in the world, I mentioned this before, is his or her own individual person. Yeah. Not one single person can ever be another. No. You're unique. Why do you want to be a copy of someone that already exists? Right. And it just goes back to what I said before. You might not want that person's life as much as you think you do. Especially when you see all the other things that you don't see on social media Mm -hmm. or when they're with you or whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. Another thing that I liked too, and I was reading an article by SusieGoodrick.com. Well, by Susie Goodrick, that's her website. (laughs) <laughs> we talked about finding your people and I thought this was really good because she mentioned, you know, I find I'm more confident in myself when I find a group of women who truly know me and cheer me on because it's yes. always hard to find those people because it means that you have, I mean, sorry, it is hard to find those people because it means that you have to be vulnerable with people, but mm-hmm. it's so worth it because in those moments of weakness or insecurity, They're the people who will remind you of who you are. Yeah. And you need that. Then after you just leave being around them too, like you just feel uplifted. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I would rather feel like that than feeling like crap after hanging out with somebody that didn't want to encourage me or support me. um, Old podcast with the Finding Your Tribe. Yeah. This is one of the reasons why you need a tribe. and. You know, I don't know about you, Abby, but I want to be a culture of women who are gracious and accepting of one another, not always catty and jealous. Yes. It's ridiculous <laughs> how much of that there is. I mean, women are There's mean. so much. Yes. So mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just insane. It's like, you have no reason to be so mean to some people. Mm-hmm. Like, to anybody, let's be honest. And, like, 
I don't know. Like, just don't get me wrong with the whole comparison thing that we're talking about today. But comparison, comparing yourself does not have to be a bad thing. You are yeah. allowed to look at other people where they are and aspire to be there yourself. Absolutely. But That's a mic drop, too. <laughs> yes, that's a mic drop, too. But if there's someone that you admire, and that can be great for your motivation, your productivity, mm-hmm. but that's where you draw the line. Nothing yes. else. Like that is where you draw the line with comparison. Like you mm-hmm. can aspire to be some like someone and be because motivated. Because it pushes you to be better. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But do not go the other way around that we had talked about earlier. It's yeah, that's a really good point. only going to end up hurting you. Mm-hmm. Like be happy for them. That's the kind of energy that is going to set you on a happier path too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why is it so hard for us to be happy for one another? I know. It's sad. Yeah. It really is. Well, and I mean, and if it's necessary, honestly, like, if there is somebody that you find it's hard for you to see their life a lot of, if it's social media or whatever, then it's it wouldn't hurt to mute them for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Or to even unfollow. Like, it's not personal, but... It's just sometimes you need to, or even just to unplug for a little bit. I don't yeah. know about you, but sometimes I wish I didn't have a phone. Yes. I like, wish I, I could get, live without it. <laughs> I get so excited. So I don't know about you, but when I go camping, yes. I get so excited when I don't have cell service. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about going to different <laughs> countries too. Like when we yeah. were just in Guatemala not too long ago and up until I got a chip for being there because we ended up being in Antigua by ourselves all day. <laughs> um, but before that, I didn't have cell service. I just had Wi-Fi when I had Wi-Fi and that was only at the guest house. And yeah. I love that. And it's amazing how much I still look at my phone. <laughs> I know. Thinking like, I have it's like, Wi-Fi, oh, it's like reaction. And it's, it's yeah. kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but um, one last thing that I wanted to mention is the idea of setting boundaries though and doing what you love when it comes to this because you're more likely to compare your life to others when you're stressed out and you're constantly busy and you never take time for yourself. Yep. That's like the pitfall right there. Comparison happens when you're unhappy. (laughs) And then it causes a spiral of more unhappiness. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you feel happier when you do yoga a couple times a week or you have coffee with your friends or (laughs) you go adventuring through the mountains, which that's not a thing for me around here, but or you get a massage (laughs) or take a bubble bath, like going for a walk every evening, whatever it is, whatever makes you come alive, go do that. Because if you are not happy, you are a breeding ground for comparison, which is going to make you more unhappy. Agreed. Another mic drop. (laughs) Yes, another mic drop. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you had said, Rachel, I had another quote from Mark Twain, and he said, the worst loneliness is to not be comfortable with yourself. Hmm. Accept yourself and accept reality. Yep. Don't compare yourself. Unless it has anything to do with motivation. Yeah. And I think that's where we're going to leave it. Because I, we could just keep mic dropping. <laughs> I know, we could. <laughs> but yes, we hope we hope that this was encouraging to some of you. Because I think one thing that really hit me is when Abby said, 
use comparison as a motivator, but nothing else. So I really encourage you guys to do that as well. Yeah. And just take time and live in the present moment. Mm -hmm. I think if you learned anything from today, make sure you're using comparison as a motivational tool and not as a spiral down into mm -hmm. your anxiety and depression and just be present and live in the moment. And mm -hmm. that's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Abby and I over a cup of coffee, black for me. Or a cup of creamer with a dash of coffee for me. Gross. <laughs> we look forward to motivating and encouraging you in this crazy thing we call life. But before you go, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And please, please, please leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Come tired and leave inspired with Rachel and Abby. Until next time, we're Caffeinated Chicks.